0: hey what's up everybody this is charles sabansi from the dreamers pro show and we want to welcome you guys to the dreamers pro podcast where we cover everything from sports hot topics classic debates entertainment and where we give you guys a fresh perspective on things and how we see them now let's get started with the first topic of today's show i know some of the viewers watching the show like yo bro what since when do you start talking about the nfl well, first of all, let me just quickly tell you guys, I did follow the NFL for quite some time when I was living in the States. I didn't watch it to the level that I watched the NBA because I enjoyed to watch basketball more. But I watched a lot of NFL games, uh, you know, a lot of them, a lot of them especially living in New York, supporting the New York Giants. Uh, you know, so I've been watching football for a very long time. It's just that I don't follow it. And now that we covered the NBA... It takes up so much of my time, so I'm more preoccupied with covering what's happening in the NBA than I do the NFL. But every once in a while, I'm able to follow a pretty big uh, story. And, and speaking of uh, pretty big stories, what happened? So this morning I woke up. I was going through uh, the news to see what was you know there there for us to talk about, and I didn't see much to discuss, right? So I was going through the internet, and then a video was recommended to me. And in this video, it was the highlights of the of the what is it the the new york jets versus the buffalo bills game and at the time i saw the highlights and had like it was like seven hours that they had published the 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 show but then i saw that the show had the the video had 1.1 million views i'm like damn 1.1 million views there must be a lot to see here so i decide to click on that video and watch the full highlights it was probably um maybe a 15 minute or 10 to 15 minute highlight video and let me tell you guys something i was absolutely captivated by every single minute of it but when i was watching the beginning of it i noticed that aaron Rodgers, who was making his big new york jets debut there was a lot of hype around that you saw him kind of making the you know his rounds around new york going to the knicks going to the brooklyn nets going to all of these games attending all these various events because you know aaron Rodgers is going to be playing for new york he's going to be playing in the big apple right so there's going to be a lot of hoopla and excitement around that. So I knew I knew going into this game that there was a lot of excitement. But prior to that, I had heard somewhere. I don't know where I heard it as I was watching the video. I heard that, that Aaron Rodgers tore his Achilles tendon. So as I was watching the highlights, I was trying to figure out when it happened. But in the highlights, you don't really see it. You just see him kind of drop back in the pocket. Then he gets hit. But then the play continues on. And then from that point forward, it was a substitute quarterback that took over the game. But I could just imagine... If I was a Jets fan sitting in that arena, in that stadium, you know, rooting for the New York Jets, and there's all this hype surrounding getting Aaron Rodgers, one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, and then you get the guy, and in the first, what is it, in the first quarter, within the first, what, four snaps or something like that, he has an uh, Achilles, you know, he, he ruptures his Achilles tendon. I'm sure those guys must have been deflated, which was the very reason why I was shocked from what ensued thereafter during that highlight reel I was watching the game or the highlights and the Buffalo Bills go up right as you would expect the Jets best quarterback he's out of the game maybe some of the players are deflated that's what you would expect but then the total opposite happens as I'm watching the game it was like as if Josh Allen and those guys said you know what you know what there's not enough drama here right now it's a little bit dry I know we're up how can we think of some how can we think of ways to make this thing interesting? You know what? I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna start throwing these Hail Marys where the receiver is being covered by two people plus people in the stands. I'm gonna try to put it in that throwing pocket, and guess what ends up happening? He gets the ball intercepted by Jordan Whitehead. That happens the first time. The game continues on. It happens the second time. At that point, you would think that, okay, you know what? We need to be a little bit careful. With the ball and the way that we're throwing the ball. That's actually not what happened. So, going into the first half, half, as I'm watching the highlights, I saw that the Bills were up. And actually, even in that third quarter, late in that third quarter, I I, I couldn't see how the New York Jets were going to be able to come back and win that game. I just couldn't see how. But then we get to the waning moments of the fourth quarter. I believe they scored... They, they scored a touchdown, and I think they, uh, they kicked a the field goal or something like that. I don't remember exactly what happened, but they ended up tying up the game. And I'm looking at the highlights at timestamp, and I'm like, well, there's only like two minutes left in this highlight, one and a half minutes left in this highlight on YouTube, on the NFL uh, YouTube page. And I'm looking at it, and I'm like, well, what's going to happen now? So what happens? Game goes into overtime. Meanwhile, I'm watching all of this for the first time. The game goes into overtime. The Bills try to get a score. It didn't happen. Then the punt uh, uh, kicker, he kicks the ball, uh, you know, to, to the end zone to see if they can return it. I'm watching the guy, what's his name, uh, Xavier Gibson. He catches the ball, and the minute he catches the ball, he gathers himself and he starts to, to try to return the football. The minute I saw him get past like the first two defenders when he faked out that that guy out, I don't know who it was. I was like, wait a minute. If they don't, if they don't, if they don't stop him now, he may go all the way. I was watching the highlight. Think about this. Xavier Gibson was running so fast. One of the blockers was actually behind him. He outruns him. Then he actually slows down, allows his uh his teammate to catch up, catch up to him, block the other guy and then somehow wiggles his way out of a tight squeeze and then somehow finds a way to return the ball and and score the touchdown. I was absolutely I think the shock and excitement that the New York Jets fans that, that you saw them having on TV was the same exact shock that I had sitting here watching that game, uh, watching the highlights on my computer. I was absolutely floored by what I saw. So that was the first big uh, big kind of news. Let's get to the other news, which is the Aaron Rodgers injury. Let me tell you guys something. The moment that I heard about this injury, I'm not going to lie to you. The first person that came to my mind, let me just get... um. Let me just get his age right here. Aaron Rodgers. How old is Aaron Rodgers? Aaron Rodgers is 39 years old. The minute I heard him, I heard that he that he tore his Achilles tendon, the first person that came to my mind was Kobe. The very first person. Now, obviously, Aaron Rodgers tore his Achilles tendon at a much, uh, what is it, at a much advanced age. But nevertheless, that was the first person that came to mind because Kobe tore his Achilles tendon at 34. And once you have that type of injury especially at that point in your career it could be debilitating and it can actually shorten your career right so that was the first person and then i was reading up a little bit about it and i actually want to read from an espn article here it starts off with the headline aaron Rodgers torn achilles tendon injury what's next for the jets it's the hope that kills you the same jets fans who welcome aaron Rodgers to the new york uh to new york with roar with a roar as he ran onto the field on Monday evening, were silenced after a grand total of four snaps. Rodgers tore his left Achilles tendon at midnight in Monday night's victory over the Buffalo Bills—an injury that will end his season. New York coach Robert Saleh thousands yards stare at the prospect of Zach Wilson taking over. Again, at quarterback, said it all. Six months of joy and excitement dissipated in a matter of moments. Rodgers seemed to realize he had suffered the tear on on the field as he, as he gloomily shook his head towards the sideline and sat down before being helped to the locker room. With the news of his injury, there are natural. There are naturally a handful of questions that need to be addressed. None will be a particular easy read for the Jets fan, for Jet fans, but the fallout from this imp- impacts the entire NFL. Let's rip off the band-aid and start with the most painful one. Does the Aaron, does the Rodgers injuries take the Jets out of the championship picture in 2023? Realistically, yes. We saw a version of this team that Wilson and a great defense failed to come close to completing a playoff berth last season when it needed five victories over the backup quarterbacks to make it to seven, 10, uh, seven and 10 barring some stunning development from Wilson. As the season goes along that we didn't see Monday night or the arrival of a totally unexpected solution. The jets can't expect to compete with the bills, Bengals chiefs and other teams, Uh, other top teams in the AFC through a full season and into a postseason run. Remember all the concerns some of us had about this team with Rodgers still apply with Wilson as good as the defense was last season. It was the healthiest unit in football and that's, that's unlikely to occur. And then the article goes on uh, to say a few other things, basically um, summarizing the impact uh, of this. um, What is it of this injury here? Now, given the fact that um, I don't cover, we don't cover, excuse me, the NFL uh, as much as we cover the NBA, I decided that on this particular topic, I wanted to lean on what some of the experts had to say in terms of this particular injury and get a sense of what some former NFL players had to say. So this morning I was watching a segment on Undisputed and Richard Sherman and Keyshawn Josh, Johnson were actually asked to give their synopsis of what they, what they feel, uh, this injury, the impact of it, and just to give their general thoughts on the injury. So what we want to do is want to quickly play what uh, Keyshawn Johnson and Richard, Richard Sherman had to say about the injury. And then we're going to come, uh, come back and um, conclude the show. Take a listen to that there.
1: What was your reaction to what you saw last night? Devastated, devastated shock. Mm. Shot for my good friend Robert Sala for the Jets team. Uh, It's one of the worst injuries you could have, especially in professional sports and in football, because it takes such a long time not only to heal, but mentally. It's such a journey. It's such an up and down roller coaster of emotions every day because you don't feel like you have any strength in that in that leg. You feel kind of numbness from from the calf down and you just got to keep trusting the process, keep believing, keep trusting the process. Mm. But it takes at least six months before you feel anything close to normal. And for him to play the quarterback position, I mean, he's, he's 38 years old, 39 years old. Um, you know, it's going to be a long road for him to come back. So you just hate to see it. You know, you hate to see all this build-up, the hard knocks, everything he's done, all the hype around the team, the defense. And for him to only play 90 seconds, four plays, Oh, it was heartbreaking. Mm.
2: Yeah, it it was, um, the moment it happened, you said, damn. I've never had an Achilles injury, but I knew it was something serious. (sighs) I didn't know if it was an ACL, a a broken ankle, something that I've had before. And you could just tell, once he stood up and then he laid back down on his back, you're like, oh yeah, he can't put any weight on that situation. I went through something similar as a player in, in 1999 when we're coming off uh, AFC Championship game in in 98, first game of the year, we're favored, as you remember, as the the top dogs going. It's similar to the Jets situation Mm -hmm. where we are favored by many people to go to the Super Bowl and win it. Vinny Testaverde was our quarterback. He goes down the first game, pops his Achilles against the New England Patriots, and I can only imagine what the teammates was saying, because I know what we said and how I felt as a player looking at this situation. My dreams just went out the window as a, as a Super Bowl because yeah. we're now turning to the backup quarterbacks in this situation. Mm. In my press conference, playmaker, I was like, ooh, mm. you see that press conference? And listen mm. to it, because we got it right now. You would think, as I look back and reflect it, reflected. Yeah. I was really crazy. Mm. I was really, really <laughs> crazy. But we lost mm. our star quarterback do the right. Achilles, and right. my reaction after the game was something special. Mm. Run that tape for me. Mm. That's how visibly upset... Well, you look like a young I, man there. <laughs> I was <laughs> young. But that's that visibly upset that you realize that your star quarterback oh. and all the hard work that you put in and everything that you did in the training camp yeah. probably just came to a squeaching halt. Yeah. That just, it, it was, man, It was it was just, you know, I get chills thinking about it because yeah. we... Were favored to win it all.
0: So you heard uh, what the gentleman had to say uh, there, and I guess that the question now becomes where did the New York Jets go? As you heard the article say, I believe that they're. I believe that they're in a very, very competitive uh, conference, uh, AFC, which is the AFC with teams like the Bills, the Bengals, and the Chiefs. And whenever you lose your quarterback, obviously, is going to have a pretty big impact on um, the team's ability to be able to move forward. Obviously, we're talking about one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. So obviously, um, uh, what is it? His presence is going to be felt or the lack thereof in a case like this when you lose um, when you lose him on the season opener. I'm very, very sure uh, that it's going to be deflating. I'm sure those guys are running off of adrenaline. I'm sure there was an aspect of that game where some of those New York Jets uh, players wanted to ensure that they won that first game. Because think about it. If they lose that game, after losing Aaron Rodgers after just four snaps where he tears his Achilles, where do you go from there psychologically? Where do you go from there? And then you heard what the article said; they were not too confident as the head coach, as he said. The, uh, what is it? The 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 head coach looked over looked over at Zach Wilson. They weren't too confident uh, in their backup quarterback. But now this is the person that you have. So at least by them getting this victory, they have a blueprint, number one. Number two, given the fact that they beat a legitimate team. Now, we're going to get to Josh Allen and his turnover, the turnover machine that he, that he was yesterday. But nevertheless, I think they have something to hang their hats on. But for now, if I'm being realistic, I think like most people said, I don't expect this team to be an outright threat given the fact that they just lost Aaron Rodgers. But that doesn't mean that they can't be competitive. As you heard what the article said, they do have a strong defense. Obviously, we have to wait and see because injuries play a role in that. But injuries play a role all throughout sports, right? Happens in basketball. Happens in football. Now, if you're enjoying this show, be sure to follow us on Facebook at Dreamers Pro Official, Instagram at Dreamers Pro, and leave a review to let us know what you think about today's show. Now let's continue to the next segment there was a very very big uh game in the nfl obviously there were a lot of games that were played in the nfl last night a bunch of games but the game we're focusing on i think the one that has the most storylines is the buffalo bills new york jets game why because of what happened as you guys know i'm sure the majority of you know by now especially people that follow uh football you will know that aaron Rodgers just after four snaps in that game he ended up tearing his Achilles tendon. If you know anything about the New York Jets, at least over this this past uh, off season, there's been a lot of hype surrounding this team. Why? Because the team acquired one of the greatest quarterbacks uh of all time. Now, some people will disagree whatever, whatever, but most people say that he's an incredible quarterback, incredibly talented, uh talented tactician um uh um, on the field. So, they were able to acquire him, obviously there was a lot of hype when you get a when you get a quarterback of that caliber going to the new york market there's going to be a lot of buzz and following his journey ever since he became a new york jet i saw aaron Rodgers at various sporting events making his rounds all throughout new york city and i'm sure that a lot of the jets fans were excited as somebody that grew up in new york uh if i'm being honest with you when we're talking football at least when i was there growing up we were talking about the new york giants i mean that's just what it was you're it was the giants they were the ones that were winning, especially when Eli, what is it, um, uh, Eli Manning, when they won the Super Bowl against Tom Brady. I saw that game. I saw that catch, which was absolutely incredible. Of course, it was a catch that happened in last night's game that that left me absolutely full. I could not believe that that catch actually took place. I mean, the level of concentration and creativity to be able to ward off that defender and then somehow have the wherewithal and the concentration to hold on to that ball was absolutely, uh, what is absolutely incredible. But if you know anything about New York, Yankees, Knicks, Giants. So whenever there's a buzz around one of the smaller teams or the other teams, which is in this case the New York Jets, like you have the Mets, but in this case the Jets, you know that there's going to be a lot of excitement because those that's the team that really gets any runs. So to go into that game and see what happens and basically to see how uh, it ended in that first quarter with um, Aaron Rodgers turn his Achilles tendon, I'm sure there was a lot of... Uh, disappointment and I'm sure a lot of New York Jets fans uh, were deflated but that just wasn't the story that wasn't the only story there was another story there as I said in the other show and it obviously depends on the order in which you're watching these shows I woke up this morning and I stumbled upon I uh, stumbled upon the highlights of this game I looked at a video that was posted by the NFL it had, it had been out for about seven hours and I saw that the video had 1.1 million views I was like I have to see what happened here I click on the video. I'm watching the highlights. I see Aaron Rodgers go down in the first quarter. I saw that happen. I saw the, what is it? The, the second, um, the backup quarterback take over the game. I saw, or I witnessed the Buffalo Bills go up in that game. I think they were up 13, 0 or 13, three or something like that. And I said to myself, well, there's no way they can lose this game. The fans must be deflated. The players must be deflated. They must be playing on adrenaline. They just lost their best player. So how can these guys find a way to muster up the competitive spirit to even make this a game? But if you were watching that game and you were watching the performance of Josh Allen, I don't know what he was on, but Josh Allen just made up his mind that he said, you know what? You know what? I understand that we're up in this game, but I'm going to go ahead and find a way to lose it. And I'm going to just keep throwing the ball to uh, Jordan Whitehead as many times as I can to see how many times he can intercept the ball, and that's exactly what happened. Josh Allen ended up throwing three interceptions. For anybody that follows football, one is already bad enough. Two is egregious. Three, man, they, they ready to pull you off the uh, pull you out. I mean, it's it's really really bad because football is such a difficult sport to win in, and when you're having turnovers like that is really going to be detrimental to a team. So I saw it, and I was absolutely floored. So this morning, I was trying to get an understanding of what some of the experts were saying, and I came across a segment on uh, ESPN First Take. As you guys know, uh, Shannon Sharp recently joined the crew. Now, we know Shannon Sharp from being funny and all of these different things, but I think something that some people forget is that Shannon Sharp is a former Hall of Fame tight end. He's not just a, a nobody. Like, he's... he. I mean, Shannon Sharp is i mean shannon sharp is the real deal right he is the real deal uh deal and um i think that's one of the reasons they brought him on there mondays and tuesdays to talk about football and when it got to his turn to talk about josh allen let me tell you something he absolutely went off so what we want to do is want to play exactly what shannon sharp had to say about josh allen and then we're going to come back and continue on with the show take a listen to what shannon sharp had to say here
3: well, I think the thing is that anytime a quarterback gets sacked, we automatically assume it's on the offensive line yeah. because their job is to protect the quarterback, and if the quarterback gets hit, we blame the offensive line. Mm-hmm. But on this situation, that's a three-step drop. If you go back and you watch the replay, uh, Dwayne Brown chops. Because he he, he's doing everything he can mm-hmm. to make sure Leonard Floyd doesn't jump up and bat the ball down. See, this ball's supposed to go. You can't pat it on a three-step drop. Because Leonard Floyd's done gotten up off the ground, even if he was on the ground. All Dwayne Brown has to do is to try to make Leonard Floyd get it, put his hands down yeah. so he doesn't jump up and back the ball down. That's what they're doing on both sides. Once he passed this ball and tries to go back side on the three-step, bad things are going to happen. You look front side with it. If it's not there, you throw it away backside. And he didn't do that. But also, Stephen, you got to understand now, Last year they won seven games, right? Yeah. They beat five backup quarterbacks in those seven wins. That's right. Are you think? Are the what's the likelihood of they're going to get another situation where they're playing the backups? That's true. So, and I'm not going to take anything away from the defense because the defense played outstanding last night. Josh, the best player on the field for the Jets was Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. As great as Zach Wilson played, and he played well after he made that one mistake, the best player for the Jets was Josh Allen. And this has been a reoccurring theme Mm -hmm. over the last half of last season and coming into this season. Can I just say one thing before we get into it? Because we're going to dive into all the angles. I just want to pause. Shannon, can Josh Allen be trusted to get the Bills to the Super Bowl when we're looking at this turnover problem? With Josh Allen, We're talking about. are we talking about the one that was 13 seconds away from getting into the AFC Championship game? Before that happened or the one that has 84 turnovers since he was drafted. I mean you look at the turn He just turns the ball over at the most inopportune time once they go up what they go I think they were 13 to 3 once you up like that if you don't turn the ball over You don't give the Jets life he gave the Jets life. They were all it. Stephen A., you and I were in the stadium. When Aaron Rodgers went down, it like the life every, the breath went completely out of the building. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody was like, man, if I hadn't paid all this money for these tickets, I'd be up out of here. That's right. But they stayed. And it just, here come Josh Allen, right on cue, boom, interception. Yep. And right on cue, just, throw, just heave it up down the middle of the field, and the guy's triple cup. This Josh Allen won't win you the division, but he's plenty good enough. Mm-hmm. But that's been his bugaboo, mm-hmm. is turning the ball right. over, Canty, right. at the most inopportune of times. All turnovers aren't created equal. Without question.
0: So you heard what Shannon Sharp had to say. Before I even get into his comments, you know, it's interesting. Given the fact that I don't follow the NFL that much, I'm really seeing a I'm seeing the similarities between the coverage of uh players that play in the nfl and i'm seeing a similarities between they cover them and the players in the nba it's the same kind of flavor man the way he was saying it, i mean he said that the what is it the new york jets best player was josh allen i mean that's some stuff that you could hear shannon sharp say about russell westbrook when he used to go off on him or this player that player so i found that to be uh i found that to be pretty pretty uh hilarious even even on undisputed when they were talking about it they were pretty much saying something uh, si- uh similar listen um, we heard the post-game comments. I don't know if you heard it, but Josh Allen took full responsibility uh, for what happened. I listened to the head coach of the Buffalo Bills. You could see that, I mean, you could visibly see that he was frustrated. Obviously, he's saying that, you know, turnovers happen in, in, in football games. But you but you could see that in that particular situation, given the fact that the New York Jets just lost Aaron Rodgers, and those guys should have been psychological, psychologically out of it, I'm sure that they're saying to themselves, there are no excuses. There's no excuses for us to lose this game. And I think that's the knock that I'm beginning to understand that exists about Josh Allen. I could be wrong. I'm not calling myself a football savant here. But I'm beginning to understand that, number one, he's very, very talented. He has a good arm. But he sometimes makes boneheaded plays at the wrong time. I was listening to Richard Sherman today on Undisputed talk about him, and he didn't hold back. He's like, bro, you got all this time to be doing commercials and all of these different things. But the things that really matter, the details that actually matter, you're not paying attention to that. So a lot of people had different things to say about it. I guess we're going to see as time goes on if the Buffalo Bills are able to bounce back. Thank you for listening to today's show. And don't forget to let us know what you think about today's show on iTunes or any of your favorite podcasting platforms.